It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine and this is the only daily Bengals podcast out there. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk about the Bengals 26-21 loss to the Chargers on a post-game edition of the podcast. Uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm coming to you from Cincinnati, from the Queen City. I made the drive down 71 from Cleveland today. I will be in and out of the city over the next couple of months with the new gig at 92.3 The Fan, and uh, I'm recording this from my home in Cincinnati. It is great to be with you. It was an interesting game to watch. There's a lot to break down. I want to talk about Jeff Driscoll on today's show, talk about Marvin Lewis's defense, Marvin's future, and so much more. But ultimately, as a Bengals fan, even though they played better today, and they did, 26-21 on the road, the Chargers, one of the better teams they will play all season long, and they handled their business. They, Or at least they held their own, I guess I should say. Handling their business would have been winning game number six. Instead, it was another loss. Instead, I think you're left on a Sunday evening Wondering about the future of the Cincinnati Bengals. Wondering where you go from here as a fan. And I totally, totally understand it. Because, yeah, did they go on the road and did they play better? Did they show effort? Did it look like they cared? Yes, yes, yes. But it's still a loss. It's still a loss. And in a world where... The Bengals were once upon a time on Friday, and if you missed it, it's still worth listening to because we didn't talk much about the game itself. We didn't talk much about Sunday because Joe and I thought that Sunday's game, which is today, uh, was a loss to the Chargers. We just assumed that. So we talked a lot about the future of the franchise and a lot of other stuff like that. And if you're you're looking uh, for that or if you missed that because it was on a Friday, go back and check that out. I know the schedule over the past week has been a little weird. I will get back in a groove here. And uh, over the next week or two, um, everything should be back to normal. I, I would expect the next week, honestly. I mean, this is a post-game edition of the pod, and I'm recording it about when I would normally record it anyway. So let's dive into the game. 26-21, the Chargers get the victory. Overall, after the first two drives, and I was honest, I was scared. What well, Once it was 14-3, the Chargers move up and down the field. Drive number one. It took six plays, 75 yards, three minutes, just over three minutes, three minutes, 21 seconds, seven nothing. 
Bengals counter with a field goal. After that, Chargers move down the field again. 13 plays, 75 yards, 6 minutes, 32 seconds. And you're like, okay, this might be about it. They're going to score 50 on the Bengals today. I was listening to the Bengals pregame show. Dave Lapham said, I would not be surprised if the Chargers scored 40. Well, after that, the Bengals held their own. They really and truly did. From a defensive standpoint, after that, they held their own. And that, to me, is, again, where I don't want to talk about the grand scheme of things and the future of the organization and all that stuff, and I get it, they're 5-8 and eight now. But the fact that the defense was able to step up and play better, not good, not exceptional, but better, Think about it, and you could say, well, the the 59-yard field goal before the half, I I totally get that, but they got some stops going into that, and they held them to field goals the rest of the way. I mean, that is something, right? I mean, when it was 14-3, to if I had tweeted out, well, the Bengals aren't going to give up another touchdown in this game, and I'll throw 20 bucks on that. Well, let's say I I would do that. You would have taken that bet. Your friends would have taken that bet. You would have called your friend's friend to take that bet, wouldn't you? Let's be honest. You totally would have. So the Bengals, from that perspective, I think that was encouraging. I also think, just looking at these numbers, the offense was all right. Joe Mixon, 26 attempts on the ground. It's exactly what, that's the recipe for success. Had 111 yards, one touchdown. All right, that works. Check, check, check. Giovanni Bernard had two receptions. Joe Mixon had five receptions. Okay, so seven receptions between the two of them. That checks off those boxes. So far, so good. I look at the team numbers. Well, the Bengals had more first downs than the Chargers. They were five of 13 on third down, as were the Chargers. They they ran more offensive plays than Los Angeles. Same amount of penalties and penalty yards, essentially, six for each team for 34 yards for the Bengals and 38 yards for the Chargers. Three punts to four punts. Wow, this is pretty close. Neither team turned the ball over, which, of course, defensively you want to force turnovers, but the offense didn't turn the ball over. The Bengals held their own today against a team that was more talented than them. That, to me, is encouraging. Now, there's a downside to that, and... It's, oh, well, Marvin could return. There's the downside. But the Bengals aren't as talented aren't as talented as the Los Angeles Chargers. Not at quarterback, not at wide receiver. I would say maybe tight end right now because Antonio Gates is on the back end. But outside of that, I mean, pass rush, I don't know about that. I don't think so. <laughs> you got Joey Bosa, you got Ingram. So to me... This team played well today. They played well in a loss overall. Here's what I do want to see more of, though. Can uh, can my guy 15 get some targets? He had four total targets, which was the same as Cody Core. Four total targets. Can we design something for him? Or is that it? Is is that how they're going to use him? Because he is, he's really good in the, the red zone, by the way. And if you remember back... In the draft, and I'm not going to talk a ton about John Ross, but back during the draft when it was like, oh, well, you got to take a tight end because he's good in the red zone. Yeah, so was John Ross. I said that then. Joe Goodberry said that then. We said that then. We'll say that now. He's up to six touchdowns on the year. Tyler Boyd's a baller, man. 
Tyler Boyd's a baller. Joe Mixon's a baller. Those two dudes can ball. And the the one guy I haven't talked about yet is Jeff Driscoll. And I want to talk about him. He's 18 of 27 today, a buck 70 throwing the ball in one touchdown. Had a quarterback rating of 96.2. And we will talk about him next on the Locked On Bengals podcast. But first, a word from Action Heat. Get 20% off right now, Action Heat, just for listening to this podcast. Let me tell you about Action Heat before I reveal the promo. Action Heat is battery-heated apparel. Gloves, long johns, jackets, hats, socks. Stay warm this winter with Action Heat. They have outer glove or outerwear, excuse me. They have accessories, they have, they have men's, they have women's, anything you could possibly imagine. Action Heat has it. I love this stuff. It's already keeping me warm in Cleveland. You should try it as well. All you got to do is go to actionheat.com/lockedon. You're going to get 20% off your first order. And if your order's over 50 bucks, free shipping from Action Heat in actionheat.com. So go to actionheat.com slash locked on. Check out the stuff. It makes great gifts for the holiday season. And and get this. Here's the other thing that's really cool about it. So it's a a 5-volt lithium-ion battery. It can charge your cell phone when you walk to work. It can charge your cell phone when you're skiing in the lodge. You don't have to bring a charger. You can use the battery that you use to, to heat up your jacket or to heat up whatever article that you get so it's really cool you should check it out go to actionheat.com right now again actionheat.com slash locked on 20 percent off your first order tell them i sent you actionheat.com slash locked on this is david harrison of the locked on commanders podcast and this episode is brought to you by discover looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Jeff Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll. Uh, Jeff Driscoll's numbers aren't bad now. He's got two uh, two starts. He's 66 of 101 which is completing over 65% of his passes. He's thrown for 645 yards, over six yards per attempt, three touchdowns, one interception. He's taken eight sacks, his quarterback rating of 88.9. And he's ran the ball 11 times for 64 yards and two touchdowns. Andy Dalton's quarterback rating is usually in the 80s, early 90s. Andy Dalton can get sacked and take care of the ball. And this isn't a bash Andy segment, um, and th- this really isn't going to be a Driscoll's the answer segment either because I don't really believe that. Here's what I do think. Doesn't it say a lot that without A.J. Green, that without Tyler Eifert, uh, this offense hasn't looked good, by the way. I still don't think they looked good today. They were okay. They were functional. They weren't good. But Driscoll completes 65% of his passes. Averages over six yards per attempt, throws one pick to three touchdowns, has an 89 quarterback rating. Like, he's posting competent numbers. Ooh, look at those numbers. Competent doesn't get it done. It doesn't. And this Bengals team, 
If they're going to stick with Andy Dalton long-term, it's the wrong decision, period. It's the wrong decision, and then it's the wrong decision, and then it's the wrong decision again. Because Andy Dalton has the, the shortest upside, the lowest ceiling, however you want to say it, but the lowest ceiling of any of the starting quarterbacks in the AFC North right now. Think about that. That's what you want to go into a season with. Oh, yeah, but he's steady. Okay, that's fine. He's steady. Has Jeff Driscoll not been steady? It's not like he's dealing with a great offensive line in front of him or great wide receivers. I think Tyler Boyd's good. I think John Ross is talented. They're by far not great together yet. That, my friends, is proof. That's what it is. The numbers are comparable to Dalton. Are they as good? No. But they're comparable. Jeff Driscoll isn't hard to find. Jeff Driscoll is not hard to find. Now, some of his traits are elite athlete, super fast. I thought that was a touchdown, by the way. I, I did. I thought that was a touchdown, and we will get into that. We will get into Marvin. Um, but I, I ultimately look at Jeff Driscoll, and I don't think he's a future franchise quarterback. Just like A.J. McCarron isn't a future franchise quarterback. The NFL feels that way. By the way, just bringing that out there. But are, are either is either player that much different than Dalton? Think about that. Like, is he that much different? Might not be as good. But Jeff Driscoll, elite runner, can launch the ball downfield. Launch it. Like, he, his arm, I think, is a bit stronger than Dalton's. Dalton's probably a little bit more accurate, especially short, you know, dump off, dump off passes. But ultimately, is there a big difference? Is there a big difference with Raw or with uh, with Ross, with Driscoll, and Dalton? Like a huge difference, a a monumental difference. And the answer is no. That's it. Period. Period. Point blank. And if a replacement level backup. And Joe Goodberry talked about this on Twitter, but I was thinking the same damn thing. It's it, it's a, a perfect way to look at it. If a replacement level backup is close to your starter, why in the hell would you be content with the starter? Did you see some of the throws Baker Mayfield made today in Cleveland? Did you see the, the, the dime he dropped to Jarvis Landry in the end zone? Did you see the dime he dropped to Brashad Perriman, who was a bust in Baltimore? What did Baker make him look like? 66 yards in the air. Boom. 60 yards. Dalton doing that? Dalton makes A.J. Green wait for it. Dalton couldn't find Ross regardless. The point of it, and it's all about a mindset. In life, you should take chances sometimes. Period. And in this draft coming up, I probably will not be doing Locked On Bengals. Someone else will be doing your draft coverage. And even with that said, even with that said, don't forget this. If there's one thing I tell you, the Bengals should do their research. They should do their due diligence. And by God, if they can get an elite quarterback, someone that they view as elite, and by the way, Marvin Lewis said they had a higher grade on Pat Mahomes earlier this year, told me right to my face at Paul Brown Stadium that they had a high grade on Pat Mahomes earlier this year, uh, earlier this year before the Kansas City game, before the draft. 
if that's the case, then by God, Marvin, will you draft him? They already thought Lamar Jackson was too stupid. He's just over there taking Kansas City to overtime, making throws and making plays. But, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson stinks. If you had a high grade on Pat Mahomes, he should have been drafted, Marv. The Bengals have to do that. They have to, period. And it shouldn't be Marvin. Maybe it will be Marvin. We'll have more on that in a second. But the idea that you're going to come into another season with just Andy or Andy and Driscoll is the stupidest thing. It, it, I will not stand for it. I will I will be – they will finish dead last in the AFC North, not only this season, which is where they are right now, but next season, in the year after that, in the year after that. You have to, with all of the defici- deficiencies, offensive line, tight end, more offensive line issues, defensive line, linebacker, all of these deficiencies, coaching – The one thing that could change things, elite quarterback. Andy Dalton needs everything else to be elite around him. The Bengals are years away from that. They're years away. Let's say they get a left tackle in the draft or a right tackle or a linebacker. All of them. Let's say they get the picks right. We would all say they got the Carl Lawson pick right, right? Well, he had mixed up and down production over the first year and change before he got injured. It is hard to come in and just dominate and be an all-star, Pro Bowl-type player right away. You can't rely on that. The Bengals can't rely on that. That doesn't mean Andy shouldn't start next year. I'm not saying that. Maybe he should. But by God, Dwayne Haskins, I'd take him right now. Justin Herbert, the kid from Oregon, I'd take him right now. Will Greer, got to watch a little bit more of him. I'd be interested in him right now. Kyler Murray, hell yes. I'd be interested in him. Absolutely. Looks like Russell Wilson 2.0 over there. Just saying. Just saying. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Up next, the Bengals are in the cellar. But Marvin Lewis had his team playing hard today. What does it mean? We'll talk about that next. But first, a word from my bookie. Because where you bet just as important as who you're betting on. And I've told you all season long, and I'm going to tell you again, you got to use my bookie. Go there now. My bookie online. It is the best place to lay down some cash and win big. They have in-game betting. They have live betting, fantasy football. You're in the playoffs. Maybe you got eliminated like I did in some games today. Go there. You can bet the over-under on fantasy points. They have anything you could ever imagine. Prop bets, different bets like that. Let's look ahead to the Super Bowl and the playoffs. Do you want to bet on games like that? You can with my bookie. They also have college football and all the bowl games. NBA for you as well. NHL and so much more. So go there now. Use promo code LOCKEDON25 and it'll get you a 50% Bonus. What they're going to do is match your initial deposit dollar for dollar if you're a first time user with a 50% bonus. All you got to do, go there now, use promo code locked on when you're entering in your information. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie, promo code locked on 25. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I joked about it today when the Bengals scored because they scored the touchdown to get within two. And I I joked about it like, yeah, Joe Mixon goes and scores. You know what that means, right? That this team is still playing hard, which means Marvin Lewis will be back. And uh, I said that out loud and I tweeted something to that effect. And it's crazy to think about, but I think there's a chance it happens. I really do. I think if, if it's not him, then it will be Hugh, who's had success with Andy Dalton in the past, right? Got to change the offense. Got to get the offense going. Guess what? Hugh Jackson can be pretty convincing. Um, it, it, here's what I'll say on this. Yes, the Bengals played hard. And, and I'm going to do something um, in Cleveland. And since I'm, I'm more tuned into the Cleveland sports scene over the past week and will be moving forward, uh, I might have some analogies and some comparisons. But uh, here's one I would give you. In Cleveland right now, they're talking about whether or not, and on Sports sports Talk Radio, 92.3 The Fan, guess what they're talking about? Well, should they keep Greg Williams? Should the Browns keep him or not? And the answer is very clear. It's very simple. The answer is no. You have an elite quarterback in Baker Mayfield, a young quarterback in Baker Mayfield. You need to swing for the fences. Greg Williams is Marvin Lewis. He's going to get the guys playing hard. He's going to be a pretty good head coach. It doesn't mean he's going to be a great head coach. I need to find great if I'm the Browns. I would hire Bruce Arians or someone like that, even if it's for three or four years. Minimum. You know, if you're going the proven route, I'd rather have Bruce Arians than Greg Williams. But with the Bengals, it's it's the same thing here. Look, is Marvin Lewis getting his guys to play hard? Sure. You know who else did that? Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. They always played hard. The Browns never really quit. They always played hard. Right? They were in. How many games do you remember the Browns being in earlier this year or last year where it came down to a missed field goal or it went to overtime? That means you're playing hard. But you know what I need? I don't need just playing hard. I need discipline. I need my offensive line to not have a penalty on the half-yard line when we're expected to go for it on fourth down. That's what I need. There's such a huge penalty in the game. And so that to me was, it was, and by the way, that call was ridiculous. He didn't give himself up. He dove. Was it an awkward dive? Sure. But he didn't give himself up. It's ridiculous. Um, I got a tweet saying, well, why was it Marvin loses in his mind at the officials? I don't blame him. I I would have too. I I probably would have lost my mind at the officials. So I I don't blame you for tweeting that. I, I forget who did, but I don't blame you for doing that. Ultimately though, This team's continuing to play hard. That's not good enough. This team cares. That's not good enough. It shouldn't be good enough. You're competing with three teams now who are projected to be pretty good down the line. The Ravens, they're projected to be better than you. Their quarterback projects to be better than yours. And Bengals fans, and a lot of you won't like that I said that, it is true. Ask anyone across the league who they'd rather have. In any other, ask, would you rather have Lamar Jackson for the next five years or Andy Dalton? 
coming off of his second serious thumb injury. No brainer. Ben Roethlisberger, I'd still take him, still. And I know the Steelers lost today to the Raiders. I'd still take him over Andy, and it's not close. Let's be honest. And Baker Mayfield might be the best quarterback in the division. And I'm not saying that because of the, the, the uh, for the next five years, I think he is the, the best quarterback in the division. Um, and I'm not saying that because of the Cleveland ties at all. Those who are familiar with my work know I thought Baker Mayfield was the real deal long before I even had discussions with 92.3 The Fan. Uh, he's a stud. Some of the throws he made were legit. So let's tie it back into the Bengals. Looking at the division, looking at the projections, Marvin Lewis, he's okay. Hugh Jackson, he might be a little bit better than Marvin. Who knows? Neither one should be the head coach next year. Andy Dalton might be the starter, but there should be someone right behind him ready to go, not named Jeff Driscoll. It should be, who knows, Dwayne Haskins. Um, it, it, I, would, I would like Dwayne Haskins. I think he's going to be really good. Or could be really good. That's the point. Like, no one's going to come in really good. And look, Josh Allen, that's a perfect example. He's played all right in Buffalo, better than I thought he would. But they have more hope. Like, the Bills, as bad as they were, they were a laughing stock at the beginning of the year. Doesn't it feel like they have more hope for a future, a brighter future, a better future than the Bengals? That's crazy to say. But I feel that way. It's insane. It should not be the case. The Bengals started 4-1. and one. They're now 5-8 and eight in last place in the AFC North. I think this, it has to be Marvin's last year. I could see him coming back because, of course, he could come back. But this has to be it. And if it is it, you really need Mike Brown to take a long, hard look at an outside candidate. You really, really do. And I don't know who it is. I don't know who it would be. Um, I don't want it to be Jay Gruden. I don't want it to be Hugh Jackson. I don't want it to be anyone like that. I don't want it to be Paul Gunther. No, no, no. Outside name. And if it could be that, and that coach then entertains the idea of taking a quarterback in the first round or in the second round, preferably the first round because that's when you're going to find the elite-level quarterbacks, then we're getting somewhere. And I'm not saying I'm rooting for the Bengals to lose, but at this point, wouldn't you rather get the better draft pick? Wouldn't you? I'm to that point. Look, I get to be more of a fan, I think, because I'm not in the locker room every day. I can look at it from a, you know, a, a, a fan's perspective, and it's fun to win. But, like, you're going to feel different about this team if they beat the Raiders 40 to nothing? Let's just say it was 40 to nothing, and I don't think that would be the case. But this week, if that happened, you're going to feel different? Or are you going to say, yeah, but it's the Raiders? Exactly. So why not get the better draft pick? I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Bengals lose today, 26-21. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Joe Goodberry later this week. We'll hope to get a Locked on Raiders crossover as well. A quick, quick, quick reminder, excuse me, that I told you John Ross could play. He has six touchdowns. I don't really think the Bengals know how to use him. Just wait. Just wait until they find someone who knows how to use him. Or maybe he'll go somewhere else eventually, and they'll know how to use him. I, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. This offense 
if coached by the right person, right? Let's say you get that star quarterback and you put him behind Andy for next year, at least the start of next year. Okay. I, I can listen to that. All right. I can listen to it. You get an offensive mind in there, an improved offensive line. You have John Ross in year three. You have A.J. Green back, Andy Dalton leading the show with Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, and Tyler Boyd, knowing what we know now about Tyler Boyd. Good luck. Tyler Boyd is Jarvis Landry. That's what he is. He, that's, that's good. That's a compliment. Jarvis Landry makes $15 million per year. That's what Tyler Boyd is. He's a damn good football player. And so this team has some talent. They need to get the right offensive mind in, and they need to move and look toward the future. And uh, if they can do that, that means quarterback, that means head coach, then I'll start to feel better about the Bengals. Until then, it is going to be tough. A quick reminder, you can give me a call on the Locked on Bengals hotline and leave a voicemail. I'll get to some voicemails this week at 513-666-0328. Again, 513-666-0328. Maybe the, the 666 Numbers, what did the Bengals in? Or maybe it's Marvin Lewis who's going to coach here for the next 666 years. You can follow me on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Bengals. Shout out to Action Heat and my bookie for sponsoring the podcast. Back at it tomorrow. Until then, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.